Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, Destiny, and welcome to the Unlocked and Unbound podcast. I started this podcast to really push us past our limitations in life. Your mind unlocked is so powerful and freedom is right there. So let's do the work, change how we think, change how we live, and just continue to get better and better every single day. So let's get started. How are y'all doing again on this wonderful Wednesday? Uh, I'm your host, Destiny, and this is the Unlocked and Unbound podcast. Hopefully you are still exercising self-control, making sure that you are pausing to think, making sure that you're taking those deep breaths and walking away if you need to, uh, just to really, really help yourself to continue to be better. All right. Um, today's podcast episode, and y'all know I like to jump right in. It's titled their no belongs to them, not you. So I wonder, and this is something I've just been thinking about, but like, when do we wake up from childhood and actually see like we're in control and in, in a sense, as much as we can be like, sometimes I look at my kids and I'm like, dang, I got two kids. I feel like I was just frying eggs on a hot day on the street with my, with my friends. Like, I felt like I was just outside trying to be shirts and skins and knowing I needed to have a shirt on. Like, when do we wake up and we say, like, wait, like, I'm actually in control. I know, like, we go to work every day and we, we, we realize that we're paying bills. But, like, no, like, literally wake up, realize, like, yo, I'm in control. I can stop this thing in any moment. I can pause in any moment. I can really, really control what's happening in my environment um, if I'm conscious. When do we realize and take the time to actually examine that so many systemic things have happened and they're flowing from our past into our present? Like, when do we wake up and see that? Um, And I'm not trying to give a history lesson, but fear is just an underlying issue that kind of holds us in our minds bound to like this new form of prison. And it's not like a physical chain that we actually see that's holding us, but it's a, it's a lock on our mindsets and it keeps us in this state that we believe that because one person was said no to, or one person couldn't do something that their no belongs to us. I even think about like slavery when who was the first person that's like, yo, uh, uh-uh. uh, I'm not about to be y'all slave. I'm getting out of here, right? But everyone else was so stuck and saying, you know, we're afraid we're going to stay here and this is what we're going to do. But it takes one person just to break through that mindset. So today I'm hoping that you can be that one person that breaks through this mindset that you would think that because someone else was said no to or because someone else had so many struggles doing something that you'll believe that that does not belong to you. That's just for them, for their experience, and it doesn't belong to you. Now, and they couldn't, maybe they couldn't do something, but we can. And I want us to get our mindsets thinking differently. But this doesn't start in adulthood. It kind of starts in childhood. As a child, you don't see like all of your parents' struggles. Like even moments when I know that I'm not my best self, my kids may feel frustration, but they don't know what's frustrating me. So we can't 
when we were younger, we couldn't, we saw that our parents might've had some difficulties, but we didn't know what they were really experiencing because we had never experienced it ourselves, right? We could see some things, but we wouldn't, we couldn't even comprehend what they were processing. We couldn't comprehend the life and childhood that they had to live. And we couldn't even see that they're living a better life than what they lived. And then their parents are living better lives than what they lived. And it should be something that's constantly getting better. And sometimes we don't really give our parents the grace that we should to say, thank you for giving me your absolute best. Because I believe that every parent is giving their absolute best. And looking at it, you can you can give an opinion like, no, you could do better. But you don't know that. You don't know what they're fighting. You don't know what trauma has happened to them. Some of them have been molested, raped. Some of them have dealt with severe like financial insecurities. And you actually have a house that you live in, you know? And, and, and I think that when we live into, in that, that space and we go into adulthood, we think, oh, they could have did better because I'm doing better. But you don't actually know what they were fighting. So I do want us to think, though, and I do want us to know that even though our parents um, are giving their absolute best parent package that they have available, right? Like that doesn't mean that because they're giving their best that you come out scarless, right? You didn't, you didn't come out scarless. You actually came out with a few scars that, that kind of resurface and come up. It's like we're peeling back these scabs and from time to time, those childhood traumas seem like they're happening to us right now, live in this moment. And I'm going to give some examples of like what that actually looks like now where, where we, we are reliving traumas by choice. Um, and not actually by what's happening in our lives, but like we're allowing it to come into our space because we haven't used the resources available to actually heal from um, our traumas or to actually grow or to even like uh, take accountability. My husband and I have been, been having this debate lately of like, when can you stop blaming your childhood trauma for the life you're living now as an adult? And I kept saying like, you know, there's so many things that you experience, you know, and he kept saying, yeah, but at what point as an adult do you say, I'm in charge of me healing and I can't blame my mama <laughs> that I can't pay my bills. You know, I can't blame my, my, uh, my, you know, abuser that I'm still stuck in this mindset because now I have control and me and him have been debating that. But so I'm going to give some examples of how we're actually inviting that, that secondhand trauma to come back into our lives. Um, so Thinking about our parents, um, so if they had to choose between like food or lights and they chose food, you didn't have one hungry night. Like, and that's how their minds was processing. I had to, you know, they were still surviving and in this survival mode, but they made a choice where you wouldn't be hungry. They may be dark for a couple of days. You might've light some candles and some flashlights, but you're not going to be hungry. And that was their rationale. Um, and maybe like your shoes were tight but they're not torn. So it's not your turn to get shoes yet. Like that's the type of things and decisions they had to make in that space. And even with them giving their best, we still take, like I said, pieces of that trauma from their struggle. And we allow it to become like present in our lives, even if it's actually not happening. So whether it be a, if they were struggling, your parents were struggling uh, financially, physically, whether it had been a mental struggle or a spiritual struggle, we somehow take something with us. 
So um, giving you something to compare that to or to to see what it looks like. And maybe this has never been your experience, uh, but just an example, hopefully you can relate to. I have a couple of them. Um, But as an adult, maybe you have never had your car repossessed, right? And you've paid all your bills on time and mainly out of fear because you saw it happen. But say you're a couple days late and you're like, oh my God, I got to pay this bill. They're going to come, come. They, they, they come in. They come in to take my car. Who is they? It's the repo man, right? So you paid it late and you're looking out the window trying to make sure nobody's coming to get your car, but you've never had your car repossessed. Maybe your parents have, but that's never happened to you. Why are you so fearful of that? You've made decisions to where you are financially stable and that's not something that's going to happen to you but you're afraid of it. Where did that come from? Where did that come from? All right. And, and, and the repo man might have took your daddy's car, but they ain't took yours. Stop allowing that to come into your space. Their no's are becoming your fears. And that's, that's a interesting thing that we have to learn to, to navigate in, in life. And maybe you can't relate to that. So let me give another example. Have you ever gone to the grocery store? And y'all probably like, that's needing to live the hard life. Not all of these are my experiences, but it's something that I can help you guys like just think through. But you've been to the grocery store and you pay for food. They swipe your card and it gets declined. You know you go to work every day. You know you get paid every day. You know no one has you know compromised your accounts. You know you have money in the bank and the card is declined immediately you go in, I know I got money in there. I know, run it again, run it again. And you're, you're in this mode where you feel this pressure on the back of your neck and you're like, where is this coming from? From your childhood. Maybe there was a time it swiped and it wasn't no money in there. But that's never been you. You've always had that. And you can't, your mind can't even think, maybe their machine is broke. Maybe the chip just didn't work this one time. But you automatically go into this, you know, traumatic experience then you're bringing it back in, even though you know you've got money in the bank. It's kind of like we're taking the struggles that we saw our parents have, and that becomes our anxiety and our fear and what keeps us in this state of uh, anxiousness, right? So even when you get the car and it goes through, you get your groceries, you go into the car, you're checking your account, is my money still there? And it's there, right? So I want you to do me a favor. If you're ever, and these are just examples, I'd love for you guys to send me some more examples of when you realize like, oh my God, I feel this way because I saw that in childhood, but this is not my life. You know, I really want some more examples so I can see like how our minds are now waking up to say, that's not my life. Might've been my childhood, but that's not my current life. But do me a favor really quickly, driving, whatever, walking, whatever it is, I want you to grab your hand and just pinch it with the other hand. Pinch it as hard as you can. Do you feel that? I know you do. Unless you got some type of numb nerve problem in your hand, pinch another part of your body. And I want you to realize that you are alive. And you are alive in this exact moment. Right? Maybe you're driving. Look in the mirror. Who do you see? Hopefully you see you. I know that there have been moments when you were even someone you didn't believe in. But you're alive and you're well. 
You are capable. You have resources to be better if you're in a space where you feel like you're not. You are not the someone else who received the no. You're not them. Your dreams and your visions, they're depending on you to be you. Stop being the fire igniter of your parents' experiences. As a child, you had no control, but now you do. Your life is waiting for you to say yes. It takes one person, just one of us, to become conscious, to show other people who came from the same neighborhoods you did, the same communities you did, the same places you did, to say yes. And when that one person, even if it's you, says yes, other people will begin to search for their yes and be able to see that if they did it, I can. But it's not always just your childhood that we see like parents get a no and we're like, they struggled and I know I'm facing these same struggles, just how the world is. And you just have this generalization that's inaccurate. Your struggles don't have to be the same struggles your parents had. And if they are, like that was a whole nother time period. Take control. But even outside of childhood, we even have people around us who we see fail. We see them chase a dream. We see them fail publicly. And then we immediately go into the space of fear and take that and say, if they couldn't do it, and as good as that person was, I know I can. But just because you see all of the highlight reels that they allow you to see, you actually don't, you never see their shortcomings. And you may have an opinion of where you think they fall short, but they know exactly where their gap is. So maybe they didn't get the job, but you will, because you don't have that same gap. But you wouldn't know it because you are so focused on what someone else is doing and you're letting the devil of comparison come into your space that you're comparing yourselves to someone you don't even know, to someone you don't even know their experiences. Social media is keen, keen for that. We get to see people like living these lives. We think they, we think they're living. Some people are even shooting videos, you know, in spaces, in, 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 freaking stores and their background looks beautiful, but it's a store, right? Cause they're selling an image of success, but inside they could be failing. So when you see someone get a no and you don't know their true story, what are you basing your decisions off of? It's definitely not God cause he's created you to be great. It's based on this thing that you see in this devil of comparison. Let their no be their no and go for your yes. I just have enough faith that even when the best of me is barely breathing, like I know my best self and this is the best part I want to give, but even that part of me is struggling. The best of me is barely breathing. Breathing. I know that God has designed me in a way that I will never fail. There's multiple times that he's opened doors that I've, you know, peeked through. And I know you've done this. You look through the people to see like, what could this be? Then you shut that door because you don't want it. You're afraid. You slam it. But for some reason, God still blesses you. Even in your fears and your failures, he still blesses you. Drop the weight of those self-imposed expectations that you carry and allow God to do what he's always done with you and that succeed. Even if you think about your childhood and where you are right now, pause and think, I lived like this, but now I'm living like this. That's just the testimony right there. 
that you're better off than you were. You just have to see it. You're not living in that moment of fear, stress, anxiety, failure. You're not there. You're here. Think about your childhood home and think about the space you're in right now. And if they're exactly the same, oh baby, you got some work to do because they shouldn't be. It should be better for you. Think about the opportunities you have. Everything is right there in front of you. Thank your parents for giving you their absolute best parenting package. Don't judge them. The resources they had were the resources they had, but look where you are now. Thank you, mama. Thank you, dad. But look back and see God has carried you so far. College degrees, careers, opportunity, freedom, love, peace, joy. But most importantly, if you're still listening to this podcast, God has given you a conscious mind. And not just for you to work alone, but a conscious mind to see that the Holy Spirit is here guiding you. When you wake up and let their nose be theirs, that belongs to them. No one has told you no to your dreams yet. And even if they tell you no to their dream, your dreams, if God didn't say no, you better not, you better not stop. You better keep pushing. If God didn't say no to you, then it's not a no. Stop telling yourself you can't. Doubt you all you want, but don't doubt where God is taking you. Let their nose belong to them, not you. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to the Unlocked and Unbound podcast with your host, Destiny. Thank you for your messages. Please make sure you leave me a rating. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, now we're on iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon. Uh, just make sure you leave your ratings. Make sure you leave your reviews, feedback. Follow me on Instagram, Unlocked and Unbound LLC where I give my motivational posts almost daily there um, just to continue to encourage you to be in your conscious mind and make those conscious decisions, exhibiting self-control and letting their nose belong to them, not you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.